0: Hi, this is paul naming is framing ever since sevilla named it this little corner and john Vervecki talked about this little corner and you can find jonathan pajel mentioning it every now and then once you have a name something gets brought into existence it's not it's totally unlike uh eric weinstein who was just on a show talking about um epstein a fascinating thing um Ever since something gets named, Eric Weinstein named the IDW. Naming is framing. And, and the, the frame doesn't always hold, but the name is important because the name, the name begins to, well, why why are there frames? Frames take a too big world. And collapse it into something that is much more manageable for us, usually through some sort of value hierarchy. And if there's anything that this little corner has uh, been produced by, it was the recognition that now we know that the world is big, and now that we know there are value hierarchies in place, and some things can be seen and some things can't be seen, et cetera, et cetera. So we talk to one another, and relationships get developed, and nobody quite knows what is happening. When I was talking to C.W. yesterday on the phone, he used the word fledgling, and I said, well, fledgling implies that it's going to grow, and I don't know that it's going to grow, but what is it? And, well, I think we sort of had a big leap forward by Someone by the name of, well, we can go to his, a new, ch- it had like 12 subs this morning and I was notified about this by Grim Grizz. Uh, there's more about this channel. Is there even an about? No. Uh, 51 views, three videos, 50 subscribers, uh, waves of obsession. Um, and he he actually talks about having more of your subscription, which is handy. The problem is I have almost a thousand, I've subscribed to almost a thousand channels. Subscriptions are basically broken in YouTube, but um, he's got he's got a group of channels here that he has listed, and I thought it would be I thought his video was really good, and I thought it would be helpful to go through his video.
1: What is?
0: And so let's do that, and then I have a few other things that I want to talk about. But the video is only twenty minutes long, so it shouldn't take too long, should it? Well, let's see.
1: This little corner. The TLC—it's uh, been called a flotilla.
2: See, as a flotilla of channels, mm-hmm. and quit playing with your
1: dinghy.
0: <laughs> Grizz always calls it kind of a flotilla of channels. Find their space, find their corner in the corner, find their niche. Um,
2: I think both Peugeot and Verveki are admirals. Admirals. Now, we're going to have to talk about what does that meaning mean. (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Admirals. That's what I think Dialogos is. Dialogos is where you try to practice the opponent processing between individuation and participation. Individual cognition and distributed cognition so we can get the practice and the taste for what virtuous self-correction through and with each other actually
0: is. Smoke machine. Now, part of what makes this work is clipping, where we find something and we clip it and we frame it and we talk about it and someone else talks with us and we go back and forth. I mean, that's what I started doing on my channel. Part of where I got the idea from my channel was reading Rod Dreher's blog. Because I noted that read the whole thing. I often in, in the early days I thought of calling the channel read the rest of it or read the whole thing. Because I would read something in Roger's blog and it read the whole thing, read the whole thing. And so I'll often say watch the whole thing. And so part of that is it's sense making, it's harvesting from the internet, but it can't be done by yourself because the funny thing about naming is naming is never a solitary thing. You can have a name for something in your head, but until Boy, I'm going to have another number one and number two. There's sort of, no, I'm not going to do that. There's going to be personal naming, but then communal naming. And once something is named by a community, it has a spirit. It has has a reality to it once there is a name by a community because naming is framing. Machine, skinny jeans. um, You can find lots of this on YouTube. And again, there's a lot of people in the corner that have plenty of critiques for this. But the truth is, this is exactly what John is talking about.
3: Have that experience. You have the experience of being an evolved primate.
4: Okay. You're yeah. i <laughs> <Stop> doing it. <laughs> <laughs> See the pattern. Then I'm pulling you up. And all of a sudden he's like, oh,
0: oh, that's a f-. corner has corners and Admirals in life is
4: presented in scientific language. But as soon as we attempt to imagine these creatures and their world, all the ancient patterns of human consciousness
0: come fl- Admirals. Now, memory is a big part of this. And part of what we're doing with YouTube, those of us who are sort of, you know, Grim has his whole corner of this corner where he's reaping and looming and crafting and the branding and all of that. And we're going to get back to Grim Grizz's channel when I start reading a certain tweet thread that is in a protected tweet, so I couldn't share it on Twitter, so I'm now going to share it on my channel. Sorry, Matt, I didn't think you'd probably mind. But a big part of this is memory is a part of identity and framing of the memory and locating and sharing memory and having us do this sense-making together. So I think in many ways what we are looking for from the corner is a sense-making community. And I think as Chris notes, If you're only watching a sense-making community and you're not actually participating it in one way or another, you're not taking advantage of the sense-making availability that there is there.
1: I somewhat struggle with this metaphor. I get it. Um, And I can think of some good things about it. Mainly that it's out in the wild open It's in the ocean and maybe international waters. And when you're in international waters, there are no rules except that you probably need other boats to survive, especially if you're going to be out there for a long time. And so it's this place where boats can come together and they can survive in the open ocean without the constraints of a particular country
2: of their own flotillas they might might cue into the evolution of what the tlc is because those deconstructing from the woke religion are going through deconstruction and we're well versed in what it's like to deconstruct from your faith all right
1: hi my name is mike i'm a driftwood expert i've been a driftwood expert for 14 years now
2: on the tlc so the nature of and function of the tlc is probably going to remain that like a place where deconstructing people like wash
0: up on the shore and figure out where they're going to go. And and this is part of where I mentioned in the live stream today, I'm still not sure, I'm probably not going to the Symbolic World Conference, but it'll be very interesting how the Symbolic World Conference will be different from, let's say, Chino and Thunder Bay. And part of, I just had a conversation with John Vendonk yesterday where we talked about the fact that we probably want to do more of a primer for people who are interested in starting up conferences. And um, if if right now the closest we are to an organization is something around estuary, and and part of it is obviously with Elsnet supporting the creation of new estuaries, but part of it is going to help people figure out how to make a conference that they want. And that's that that's that's a whole nother level beyond starting an estuary. Now now Catherine sort of jumped over the estuary stage and just did the conference. Uh, she was able to do that. There'll be other people that are able to do that. But for many people just getting the estuary, getting an estuary going and having that sense making community locally will be will be challenge enough. One, one of the beautiful things about this video is he really sort of level jumped, which was really cool in that he obviously had a good memory of things. He did a good job of sort of... Um, my my thumbnails for a long time have have sort of been scrapbooks, and my videos in some ways are scrapbooks. We're putting together collages, and... The, the interesting thing about collages is, is that they can do sense-making in a, in a much more poetic sense in that we might not be able to articulate all of the relationships between the elements of the collage, but we know them in a different way. And this is sort of the sense of... The, the master mind and the em, the master brain and the emissary brain. The master brain knows them in a way that the emissary brain can't fully articulate. From there.
1: These young logs are struggling to get ashore where they can be safely hidden amongst larger rocks.
4: Like wash up on the shore and figure... Topics you'd like me to get on about or talk about, um, uh, let me know. And, you know, like this whole... This little corner of the internet thing it's it's just a open it's an open bar, <coughs> so <clears throat> come in and play <clears throat> now
0: I want to be careful with that because there's that's sort of a communal lie that's often told with many or anybody can join yes and no. It doesn't necessarily cost money, but it is going to cost attention, and it's going to cost time, and it might cost some money. And as one of the things that I've noticed is there's a dynamic here about ground floor and that some of the OGs, and many of you who've been around a while know who they are. They came super early. Rod jumped on today, and he went back in his email, and he contacted me like January of of 2018, um, Luke was in early Sam was in early Julian was in early many people were in super early and and then they acted and then they had a degree of status Job came into the Discord and and Joey and Rick who helped start the Discord and Tyler who often isn't named enough but Tyler got married and he's busy with other things so there's always this dimension of personal relationships in any community but they grow beyond it um, you know, Friends of Bill, AA, you know, obviously grew far beyond that. So it is open, but it doesn't mean that... I, I think there's sort of an expectation of openness that that it's kind of a lie where you can just walk in and achieve your dreams. No, 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 no. You, if you want to accomplish something, you're going to have to do something. It is going to cost you something. And, and you still, the outcomes still aren't necessarily what you might imagine them to be.
4: If you're a lurker, come and spend time. I mean, this is why. Here's where I'm at.
1: So I think that, you know, I've been lurking around, I've been, I've been lurking around this little corner for a long time. I'm not one who has ever been on social media. I've refused to play the social media game up until now. And so I'm looking at all of this and I say, well, I'm just bored. I don't like what I find anymore. And so this is why I keep.
0: What he said right there is really important. And I'm gonna try and interpret it, I may be wrong. I watch watch people doom scroll on Netflix and Hulu and and YouTube, which is a cut above this other streaming services, even though it is a social media. I, I watch people... There's a sense in which mass media, although it still is powerful, and, you know, there are, there are little clips of movies and things. It's It hasn't passed away. But mass media is receding. And other things are climbing
1: well I'm going down to the smaller channels I'm, I'm, I'm going down on the hierarchy because I'm finding that the authentic the, the authentic communication of the smaller channels is what I, I find most enjoyable okay
0: that's a really good observation a late, little a little while he's gonna have a hierarchy. And when we talk about the bigger channels, most of us know what bigger channels we're talking about here because they tend to show up on my videos, they tend to get discussed, but something happens. And this is where we get into this question of authenticity. Now remember, I'm gonna use um, Mueller's language here where their sincerity, which is sort of working out traditional, familial, communal, uh, expectations. That's that's sincerity. Uh, profligacy is is acting on screen, but authenticity is well. What's interesting is that the the authenticity of the individuals on the smaller channel has not yet been covered over by the profligacy. I'll say it that way. The pro-felicity the rituals of profilicity demand certain things. Which one of the videos that's been going around in my mind is I watched uh, Justin Wells on Burn Powers channel, and they was talking. They were talking about um, Asteroid City. So I watched Asteroid City, another Wes Anderson movie, and. Then I watched Thomas, Thomas Flag, is it flagged? Flight. Thomas Flight's deconstruction of that movie about the fourth wall. And part of what this little corner about is about is how is the hope of the destruction of the fourth wall? In that way, and this is going to get into Matt's Twitter storm. In in that way there's a desire for us to walk into the screens and you know there's a deep irony in grib grizz's channel because of course his his channel is a an iconoclastic attack on the god set and the god's temples yet no channel in the corner, in that sense, deconstructs the God set like Grim Grizz's does with his branding, with his commercials, with his pattern. And so it's it's almost it's almost a Girardian rivalry where you have to sort of become like your rival in order to destroy it, but in order to do that, you become like your rival. So this – and I've noticed the same thing that – I believe this is Chris that we're – I've noticed the same – and he's never been on for a Randos conversation. I noticed the same thing that, you know, Jordan Peterson, I'll keep an eye on that. I mean, Algo will give me a whole bunch of these things. But if there's a live stream right now, like I just dropped into Navigating Patterns live stream, I'll drop into Grizz's live stream, I'll drop into – grail country's live stream I'll, I'll drop into a lot of the different live streams depending on what algo is feeding up to me and and that has preeminence and and i think it has preeminence because we are desiring the collapse of the fourth wall
1: and so here i am i'm trying to make a youtube channel
4: i wanted to start doing rando's conversations you know if you haven't heard had your story told get a hold of me and we can I'll just sit there and listen while you tell your story. And... I,
0: I was trying to explain what was happening here to Elizabeth Oldfield, who, of course, there's this Theos thing, and they do the sacred and the podcast, and it's... It's fairly nicely done. It's not super professionally done, but it's fairly nicely done. And she got high-status people on her podcast and da 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 And I'm trying to explain what is happening here. And, and key to it, of course, are the randos. And, and this, of course, I backed into because, well, because I knew that the most powerful thing is always the personal. Because the most powerful thing is the human being even in the midst of these principalities and powers. And so if there was a way to sort of break down the fourth wall and and connect through the screens to each other maybe there'll be some life there. Maybe there'll be some community there. Maybe there'll be something there that we can't seem to find in other
4: ways. And it's it's fun to engage with. To become a player in the game, to become a player who is, who is practicing gratitude, and um,
0: and of course the gratitude is not incidental. Misery deliverance gratitude misery deliverance gratitude misery deliverance gratitude. The basic structure of the hybrid Catechism. And I know some people are like, um, Bruce was on the the live stream today, and I, I and Phlebas has said the same thing to me. I wish you'd be. More of a champion out there for our tribe. I'd rather smuggle
4: our tribe. A lot of baggage. Gratitude. And, um...
1: It's with a lot of baggage, all on its own. And I think that what I'd like to do, one of my goals is I really want to try to figure out how to get more people engaged.
0: Well, I'll tell you. I love it. I love it when someone new walks into the corner, and this was a this was a big splash. I mean, Grizz. I think the video had been viewed twelve times, and I opened up my Twitter DMs this morning, and Grizz was right there, and Grizz was like, "You got to watch this," and I watched it, and I thought, "Yeah, good, nice, nicely done." And that's 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 you know, again, when Chad says it's an open bar but there's still hierarchies in play. And so if you really want to, if you really want to achieve some of your goals, it isn't just, you just, it's not, you're not just going to walk in and have it happen. What what is, what do they call that with uh, Mary Sue or, you know, Ray from star Wars. I mean, you're not just going to walk in with a lightsaber and beat Darth, whoever, and, whatever they're doing with Disney right now. Um, You're going to have to do something, and you're going to have to think about it. And three cheers to uh, Waves of Obsession, because he very well played. And and again, it doesn't mean, and Chad said this beautifully, it doesn't mean, Chad said this on his own video, talking about this video, it doesn't mean you have to edit video. No. I mean, CW's, Rando's conversation with me, that was amazing. Um, others of you have had amazing... Maybe you don't have an amazing story. Maybe you can't edit video. Maybe you're just going to show up for conferences and make a few friends. And, I mean, but that's how life is. You, you have some gifts figure out how to use them, but and gifts are really sneaky, difficult things to know how to practice. Now, some of you are older, and you know what your gifts are, and you have resources, and, and you can make a splash in different ways, and some of you stay behind the scenes, and some of you come up in front of the camera, and you know, some of you will listen to this and say, gosh, this darn pastor, he's just always doing pastoral stuff. He just does it with different language. We're talking about spiritual gifts and the life of the church. Is this little corner a church? No. Not exactly. Then 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 what kind of Jesus smuggling are you doing, Vanderclay? why would you think I'd smuggle Jesus? I'm only a Christian minister.
1: Right. If I've been around the edges of this whole thing for nearly four years, and I've never made a single comment once, and yet I still like to engage with the topics, right? Um, However, I can't really define what this corner is. It doesn't, doesn't have a particular um, description, right? It's many things to many people at many times.
0: It's about greater organization. The thing that we wrestle with is, in fact, the editorial function, just as you said, Grizz. What channels
2: get to go? Yeah, like the whole virtually not alone network. I throw it to the hive mind. I'm saying, we wish to improve ourselves. Will add your biological and technological to- if people start using this branding and they don't make you feel virtually not alone then that it's on you to shame them out of using the branding that's that's the only way we can do it because right. i can't be in charge of it it's just i know there's plenty of people who want to play that don't want to be on camera and like yep. why take any of that from them when when they can be the yep. ones to do all that
0: in this corner we are sort of hopping around looking for tools and it's not just it's not just technical tools and internet tools it's also relational tools and're
3: we're, we're, we've been talking about the objective versus subjective and I think like another piece of this is the intersubjective like in other, in order for us to go to church together, we do need to agree about something like for us to be having this conversation, we need to have a whole bunch of agreement about words and grammar and language and stuff like that.
2: Do you understand the words that are coming out
1: of my mouth?
3: And, and like using the same word for God, the same word for Jesus and stuff like that is part of what makes communion possible.
0: The strange things about this little corner is that in some ways we've been using social media as a very strange telephone we're, we're having conversations with each other, sort of, uh, but we're also having conversations with other larger things as we're having conversations with each other.
3: And religion isn't a solo sport or is not best achieved as a solo
1: sport.
2: The of reality TV is now us really being alive together. Yeah. The of reality TV is now for us really being alive together.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And so,
2: and so.
0: And, and the, the tensions between centralization and distribution. So. World, we call
3: this centralization versus decentralization. Mm -hmm. So if Mm -hmm. you centralize, there's only one list. Great. Very efficient can be done very fast. What's the trade-off? The trade-off is you have to trust that list keeper. The, the totalitarian
0: basically database. Uh, is decentralization right, and this has been, and very early on, people wanted me to be the list keeper, and I refuse to be the list keeper, and I continue to refuse to be the list keeper, and some will curse me as a Protestant. Why, why won't I be pope? It's because Christ plays in ten thousand places, Gerard Manley Hopkins, and I am not the judge of heaven and earth. And so I have places and boundaries that I must keep that are under my care. But, um, so one of the things that sort of sort of came up today was the, um, was the, was the, the question of digital gnosis. And I'll probably put this on his channel because I, I met Nathan and I like Nathan, I, I really do. And a lot of people who know me will say, well, of course you like Nathan. You like everybody. I do like pretty much everybody. Even Sam Harris. You know, I, I like Sam Harris. I, I, I just like people. I really do. There are. I, I'm really hard-pressed to think about people that I dislike. There are behaviors I dislike, but I don't really dislike people. I got this from my father. So, you know... And so Nathan, kind of the the chief exile from the corner, but you don't really have a community until you have an exile, <laughs> because what you need to have an exile is a boundary, and so um, and so then C W, who 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 always feels himself in some ways I think a perpetual exile, but also and. I don't think CW is an exile. I think he's also an insider. But this is but it's it's cases like this that make you feel like there is something because if there's no inside and outside, then there isn't a thing. All, you know, real things in this world have insides and outsides. And so it's like the the homeless mormon would always say there must be opposition in all things. And well, uh, there's, here's you know, here's some here's some opposition. And so CW decided that he wanted to have uh, Nathan as the first guest on on his participatory live stream. And um, and then they commented, well, the things that I said about CW are because I can't understand them. Sure, sometimes CW says things, it's like, what, I don't understand. It might be about Reformed theology, and it's like, I haven't read as deeply or as passionately as CW has. So, um, CW is is again one of... I know people get annoyed out there because I find people... I like people and I find them super interesting. And sometimes... the people that I find interesting annoy you when I put them on the channel. But it's my channel. I get that. that You, know, you want me to decide in and out. Well, I do decide in and out. And uh, I decide that... Some of the most interesting people, remember when Chris talked about things being boring? Yes. You know what isn't boring? People can be super boring. I get that. But there's always someone else out there that's interesting and are doing something interesting or they do something and it's like, why did they do that? That's interesting. And so the... The actual perpetual fount of, you know, this is authenticity, the perpetual fount of this stuff is other people. And this is why AI, and I think Scott Adams nailed it very well, AI very much gets boring. So I, you know, I make some of my thumbnails using uh, using AI, and I'll put just about... I'll put a whole bunch of different words into the AI machine and as long as I have one certain word it's like I bet you I know exactly what kind of what kind of image this AI is going to put out and I very quickly get bored with it. And you know what isn't boring? People. And you know why? Because you know Sam and and John Verveke were talking about some special sauce. Yeah, I I I believe people have a secret sauce and and it's and it's not subject to emissary brain and so i i think exiles are fun anyway
3: where everyone maintains their own version of the ledger and compares notes which is what bitcoin is. A centralized. there's only okay. one list great very efficient can be done very fast what's the trade-off the trade-off is you have to trust that list keeper the the totalitarian basically database uh, is decentralization where everyone maintains their own version of the ledger and compares notes which is what bitcoin is c is a flotilla of
0: channel mm-hmm. and grim always calls it kind of a flotilla of channels find their space find their corner in the corner find their niche
1: i struggle with the flotilla idea i don't know why. I- Here's the problem with the flotilla. You need a boat, okay? You gotta build a boat or you gotta buy a boat. And then what, where are you gonna drive it to? Where are you gonna ride it to? Where are you gonna, whatever you do? Yeah. What do you do, you ride boats? You drive them? I don't know, you steer them? You sail them? You steamboat them? So, and then and then where do you go? You need coordinates, you need a map. You need to know where the currents are. And, and I think that's the problem with it. That's the biggest problem with this little corner is I keep trying to figure out where is the edge? Where's the edge of this whole thing?
0: Ah, uh, see, see, he knows, he knows real things have edges. So where's the edge? So when he said a boat, I had to write Dave snapper from CRC voices. And uh, cause Dave snapper on CRC voices always tells people when they come on, you have to tell us about your boat. And most people don't, don't have a boat. And so you have to tell us about a boat that's in your past. And so, I I sent this to Dave Snapper and he wrote back, a man needs five things to have meaning and purpose. Regular access to a boat is number three. Well, why? Why does Jesus pick fishermen on the Sea of Galilee, not the lake? It's a lake. It's a sea. Why is it a sea? Because it's a little sea next to a big sea, and seas are places of chaos. And what fishermen do is they go out into the chaotic sea, and they bring back life to sustain the community in habitable order. So when he's asking for the edge, he's exactly right. You know, when you're trying to get tape off of something, you're looking for the edge. The edge is where you begin. And so if you want to make progress, you have to begin on the edge. He's exactly right. And now he's going to offer really kind of the Silk Road. So this is a great video. I love this video.
1: Where is it? Um, I feel like... Okay, I want to start a channel. But what do I do? I don't even know where to start. Do I want to chase... Do I want to chase those at the top of the hierarchy, right? Am I always chasing their ideas?
0: That's usually where people start, and it's usually not the best place to start. And in fact, when I started my channel, I thought, I want Jordan Peterson to read C.S. Lewis's book, Miracles. I went to a Jordan Peterson event in San Francisco, and you know what I saw next to Jordan Peterson? I saw a pile of gifts and books that people were giving to him, and I thought, that's a dumb idea. And then I discovered, then I thought, I don't even necessarily need Jordan Peterson's attention. Ah, that'd be nice, that'd be fun, but I don't really need that because the most interesting thing about what was happening around Jordan Peterson was not necessarily Jordan Peterson. Oh, well, that was interesting and still is of interest to me. The most interesting thing about what was happening around Jordan Peterson is the people. They were the most interesting thing. And so that's when I thought, I should make a YouTube video. I know how to make YouTube videos. We have the Freddie and Paul show. I know something about the Bible. I'm going to do a commentary because I think it's interesting. And like I've said many times, I thought I'd have four or five new friends. I didn't know the size of the sea I was setting my little boat out in. And um, yeah, so... But again, you know, back to Chad's point, you don't have to do a video like his. You don't have to get a Randall's conversation with me. You don't have to. You don't have to do any of those. Some, but you do have to do something. That's key. You have to do something, and that something involves risk. And the real risk isn't not isn't necessarily the money. It's the sense of what if I fail? Will I feel like a failure? Well, let me tell you something about failures. I have failed in more things than I have ever succeeded in, and some of my failures have been the most important things in my life because I learned way more from failure than I ever did from success because success tends to stroke my ego. Failure teaches me something because I get in touch with something real. So, And actually, almost anything we do is a mixture of success and failure. So if you can learn from the failure and learn from the success, the next thing you do, you can do something else basic agency
1: I'm always waiting for them to put out some kind of conversation some um, some content if that's what we're going to call it Um, and so so I got to wait for that and that's the edge of everything and so I'm always waiting for that but I don't want to do that I've got a lot of ideas myself but how do you engage in it and I can't really participate in all of the live interactions and I'm not sure how much I want to, I don't mind having conversations with people. I did this with Jonathan the other day. It was quite enjoyable, but my schedule doesn't really permit me to engage in.
0: And what he said there is is so key because and There are some people who, by virtue of their job, are, I mean, Dr. Jim just kind of zipped into the thing today and said, hi, um, some people can do that. Many people cannot. And so you have to figure out where all of this stuff in your life sort of intersects. And then... Well, what can I do? And the thing about making a video is, you can make video whenever you make a video. Unlike sort of a live stream, and even with a live stream, it just depends who's available and who sees it, and all those dynamics. So I told CW when he wants to, he wants to do it. He doesn't want to just have a doesn't wanna just have a conversation with Nathan on Zoom and then post it on his channel. He wants to do it a live stream with a with a hive mind and all of the TLC niceness that Grim Grizz has developed. The thing is, you just don't decide to wake up and be Grim Grizz someday. It's you're gonna have to build something. And if you're gonna build something, it's gonna take time. And it's and there's gonna be setbacks and there's gonna be failed expectations that may never get to the size you want it to get, that you dream of. But it doesn't matter because I always tell people if there's something worth doing, it's worth doing badly. If there's something worth doing, it's worth failing at. If there's something worth doing, just do it. And I've always told people about this with blogging and then YouTube. I said if you you do it for good reasons, then it should be worth just doing it. And even if nobody watched your channel, you learned by doing it. And so celebrate that. Go on from there.
1: multi-tiered live conversations like to suggest because i've been thinking of it much more like a bazaar a marketplace bazaar
0: silk road i love this analogy this is good
1: it's this wild and crazy busy street it's filled with booths right marketplace booths and each
0: i want to know who's the cow
1: one of these booths is a channel okay anybody is welcome come make a channel make a booth sell your goods tell your stories
0: one one of the things you should catch in this with if you lived in the third world notice all of the spaghetti wire up here all of the stealing electricity (laughs) gosh but this is this is india this is not the dominican republic but certain things in the majority world are
1: give us your ideas And we'll give you feedback on what you're selling. And it doesn't even have to be like that, but it's easy. And I think it all should, in my opinion, while it can be on other platforms, it can be on discord. It can be on Substack. It can be on some of these other platforms. I think that it all should be on YouTube. It all should be on YouTube and I think one of the first steps would be somewhat making a list you know one of the things i've been working on is trying to figure out what this thing is you know what is this little corner now currently the way i would describe it is you have the elites this is your jordan peterson's it's um, some of these big names right it's jordan peterson joe Rogan, lex friedman any other particular people that you have on your list. Um, and I think that's another thing is, as I think more people should share their subscriptions or make them.
0: Now, as I said before, I have like 900 plus YouTube subscriptions. And, and when I first started using YouTube, I just I thought maybe I'll have a hundred. And so then maybe I'll subscribe and unsubscribe, but I found that subscriptions worked easier just to, uh, it was just sort of a, a note-taking thing because YouTube still, Algo still sends me plenty of channels that I don't subscribe to. So, and I think YouTube basically abandoned the subscriber model a long time ago. So it doesn't work in the way that people think it works. And what's interesting about this list isn't necessarily just the size of the channels, it's the relationship between the channels and the dominant culture. And sometimes size is its own value, as Joseph Stalin said. And sometimes people have credentials with institutions. And sometimes the channel basically got its got its status by getting people with high status and recognition in institutions like universities on a sense of authority. So... And I'm going to play with these ideas a little bit here. Uh, elites, yeah. In some ways, these are some idea factories that are that are going out, and you know, and, and you can quibble with with the names on the list, but the tiers and the structure is more important.
1: Them more public, and I think that that could be the backbone of what makes the what makes this little corner, this little corner, is all of these connections between all these channels,
0: right? that's right it's the connections now again just in terms of breaking in and finding your way and making a splash you know obviously because i am highlighting this on my channel he will get the bump which the bump won't be near as big as you think it is i'll tell you that right now Um, and and it won't do for you exactly what you hope it might but what he did with this channel and sort of laying with his video and sort of laying it out is it gives me a chance to interact with it. And that's what he said right there, it's the relationship, it's the interaction. That's really what's key here because sense making is all about watching watching others do sense making. And that was one of the things that I think was key of how Jordan Peterson sort of busted it open When, because it, you know, it looked like he was doing sense-making with the Bible on stage. And it was like, oh, that's, you know, preachers, Jesus, you know, something's going on there.
1: That's the edge of where everybody is fishing their ideas.
0: Ah, the edge.
1: Is from, right? This is, this is where they're getting everything from. So you have, and I
0: think that's right. It's more like a factory. It's more like a source.
1: These, um,
0: you have and, the- and it's, and part of, just letting you know, part of how I constructed, because just like Chris had to make his move, I had to make my move and I actually thought about it. And one of the things I thought about was, when I was growing up, there was sort of ABC, NBC, CBS, there was sort of a common, this has been talked about a lot, there's sort of a common national conversation. And what I discovered was, well, there's a, they're just niches, but they are conversations. And so if you want to tap into them, you're going to have to be able to speak the same language as the people. It's sort of what Sam was talking about in the clip that he put in there.
1: Elites you have something that I'd call like an emitter. So like Paul, Paul's an emitter, right? He takes the ideas from the elites. He, you know. And
0: and I would quibble a little bit with this because John Verveke is a factory. Jordan Hall, Jonathan Peugeot, Rafe, most of the people on this list, I'd say I'm more of an emitter. Benjamin Boyce is more of an emitter. Christopher Pietro, but many of the others are also, but their, their conversations aren't as large or as broad as the people in the other tier. Um, but that's, you know, that's in a way that I'm a, a doing something a little, I mean, I've got plenty of my own ideas that I'm putting out here too. But one of the things that, again, when I thought of what I wanted to do with my channel, sort of similar to what, Rod, what I saw Rodrio doing with his blog, was... Be a little bit of a reader's digest. This is what this, pay attention to this, pay attention to that, pay attention to this, pay attention to that. Now, very few people are going to watch every video, but um, I find it helpful to have others. Sh- well, and many of you have done that. Many of you send me things on Twitter or an email or um, just in person. Some of those of you around me. Have you watched this? Have you watched that? That's where I get a lot. I get my stuff from you. And then I watch it and I, I, I filter it through and I decide, is this worth paying attention to? And then for every video I make, there are 10 ideas that don't get out there. But um, so then I throw it to you and we'll see where it goes.
1: Not only takes them, but he takes his own ideas, he emits them out to the group. And, it, and it's like I said, it's hierarchy after hierarchy. Um, and and it would go back to the marketplace metaphor. Jordan Peterson and these guys, they have storefronts. They don't have pop-up tents, right? They have permanent storefronts, and they're even on a different street.
0: And I think that's right. They, they have staff. They have infrastructure. Um, there's, you know, there's no staff. There's no infrastructure with me. This is just me doing this. And in that sense, well, John... John Verveke now has developed some infrastructure and staff. Jonathan Peugeot now has his. But most of the rest of us here are still, you know, Paul King's North. He's got his little blog. He goes on it, gets his little talks.
1: These guys are probably in the beginning of the marketplace. They got those really nice cushy spots. And as you go down, you have uh, processors. So processors would be probably what, I would like to be engaged in. It's all of these smaller channels that are either taking data from elites, emitters.
0: And this is cool because see, and this is something that we haven't really done a lot of, which again has this danger of tyranny, because the those who make the list draw, you know, direct the attention. But he's got a good list here of people who have their little channels. Um, the Navigating patterns, Mark. He didn't remember your name. You've branded so well, um, but but yeah, you have all of these different individuals who have participated, and you can tell he's done his homework here because he's got some names on here that I recognize, but I bet you a lot of people wouldn't recognize.
1: And and or all of their own type of ideas and content, and they're just they're somehow connected to this little corner, either um through Jordan Peterson, Paul Vanderclay, a, a various many of other uh ways that they're connected. They're either um, you know, flotilla channels, they're captains of ships, these sort of things. Now then you have commenters, right? These people are still interacting in this little corner. See, I wasn't even at this point. But, you know, and this is just a list of the people that I can find. I'm sure there are many more out there. But these are ones that i found that they're making comments. Some more frequently than others.
0: Some of them very frequently.
1: Um, And this is another part of what makes this little channel or corner this little corner. You need to know who's in the group so that we can communicate to the others. And... Then here's the really big one, is the observers. This was me. I was an observer. And if I take a look at something like, um, you know, I take a look at something like Paul's one of Paul's uh, videos. He'll have a few thousand views on it. He'll get 30, 40, 50 comments, which is good. What are the other
0: usually there might be 30, 40, 50 commenters, usually between 100 and 200 comments. That's kind of what YouTube will tell you this stuff, but no, his point is right. The vast majority of people. And when I go to these events and people come to these events, they say, I've never left a comment. And okay. You'll notice how hi, this is Paul. That's how I open videos. I have my rituals and leave a comment. That's how I close my videos. Now, most of you don't leave comments. That's okay. That's all right. I, I I don't hold any ill will against you for that. But in a deep way, this is all about the fourth wall.
1: What's the thousand of the people doing? Right? They're not commenting. They don't have their own channels. They're observers. And we want them to engage. I think. Right? We want them to find...
0: Now, here again, that's sort of like that lie of
1: anybody can come in.
0: And it's not that I don't want people to engage. That's why I always say leave a comment. Leave a comment. But it's complicated. And you have to figure out, okay, how do I react to this other human being? Because the truth is they'll leave a comment and reading a comment is mostly projection because you assume you have some understanding of why they're saying what they're saying and the truth is the more you get to know the more you realize who how much of projection reading a comment is it's all this transjective between us and it's a very big subtle thing and in some ways the more you know a person some comments the less you know by the comment
1: a corner within the corner A niche within that to find a marketplace set up a booth it's free
0: it's a little tidal pool within an estuary
1: i'll help you i'm doing it right now i'm trying to figure out how to do it right now
0: there you go he's gonna help you just leave a comment on and say i need help and you know he's got some skills here you know he's got the the watery background here and he's switching between things so he knows what he's doing and and this was this was a really good video this this really was and for a first video very impressive
1: so i'd like to help i'd like to try to get other people to to help and that's what this video is all about just trying to figure out how to get in and how to help other people get in and all these names they're just names they're just words um you know Coming, coming to grips with the lexicon that this corner uses is a chore all in and of itself, but that's what makes it fun.
0: And and Chad mentions this, I should just pull up Chad's video. Now, now Chad talked about a thesaurus, and, and there is something of that on Bridges of Meaning Discord that's been up there for a while. A thesaurus or a lexicon, a thesaurus sort of helps you swap words a lexicon sort of gives you the meaning of the word actually the language of this thing is it's part of the barrier and that's why we continue to work on things like on ramping or um, you know gentle sloping but but part of it is also a rite of passage that it's going to show other people wh- how to regard you in the community by the degree to which you seem to understand what's going on in the community. So in that sense it is a nerdy little space. Uh, Chat said something else in this video that I wanted to talk about. I have to find it though.
4: I mean there are things you can do with Twitch or Rumble that you can do with YouTube but what you can't where what, can, what what Twitch and Rumble are going to miss out on is the the network that already exists here. And so that's the that's what I think is valuable about um, having a YouTube channel. Now, one of the
0: things that's interesting this is it's very YouTube centric, but and Vindak, I was talking to Vindak yesterday on the phone, and we were talking about the fact that sort of via estuary, it's also bridging out off of the YouTube, and and that's an important thing to continue to think about.
1: Right? that's what makes it unique and that's what makes people want to keep coming back right because it's not the same old thing that's happening it's it's not the mainstream the mainstream is boring it's it's not authentic and so people want to come here
2: on the TLC. so the nature of and function of the TLC is probably going to remain that like a place where deconstructing people like wash up on the shore and figuring
3: about words and grammar and language and stuff like that.
2: about where they're going to go from there.
0: So, you know, right now we're on Grizz's channel and Jacob's doing his thing over on his channel and that, you know, having different size channels in terms of a hierarchy is is really
2: important. of reality TV is now... For us really being alive together,
1: yeah. Far more comfortable with either being behind the scenes, or maybe they want to participate, but they don't know how. Because no one wants to make a no one wants to make a YouTube channel, knowing that no one's going to engage with it, no one's going to watch it, no one's going to do anything with it. Then why even bother posting the videos at all?
0: And that point, I think, is a huge point. And again I make my point that do what you would do would want to do even you would find value in doing even if nobody else sees it because then the truth is you will probably keep doing it and ironically it will probably bear you some of the fruit of community and being known and some of those things that you want many of the biggest youtubers today will not be remembered most of them history has a funny filter and so it's so glib and cliche and i hate the 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 framing of it in our society you know do your passion i'm not trying you know especially because when you use the word passion Uh, the New Testament, and then all the Orthodox are going to say, no, not passion. Uh, But do, I, I think Peterson's got a better framing, which is do what seems meaningful to you. It's a better framing.
1: I can just make them myself or just talk to myself. So there does have to be some level of engagement.
0: And And that is right. And, you know, for a long time, I blogged for a long time before I ever did the YouTube thing. And um, I got some engagement on my blog. Not much. My blog was mostly, uh, it was a bunch of different things. Um, But... That's part of the reason I participated in CRC Voices so much, because there were other conversation partners. And I think that's what you you really want to find. That's what I hoped I would find when I made my Jordan Peterson video. I hoped I would find a few more conversation partners, make a few friends, because the numbers had always been small, and so I expected the numbers to continue to be small. And then they weren't, and then I had other problems to deal with. So be careful what you ask for.
1: What I've been thinking about is, you know, what are, what are the minimum, what's the minimum entry requirement, you know, in, in construction, we call this something like minimum initial bid, right? What's the bare minimum that you need to be considered this little corner? Is it an invitation? Is it a declaration? You just simply declare that you are, and you are. And you are either accepted by the group or you're not. Kind of seems like that's what it is. It, it it is said it's an open bar.
4: Come up, have a drink. It's this is an open. It's an open bar. <laughs>
0: so there's it is an open bar. Find a way in. Maybe you can't get to me, but there's there's Friday morning nameless and there's grim grizz and there's randos united and there's the federechi channel and there's grail country and find a corner of the corner that fits you and there's transfigured and find a corner of the corner that fits you. And, and, um, come out of lurker dumb and, uh, show your face. So I think
1: at a minimum, I think everybody who watches should at least have a channel and they should at least try to, um, try to open their, their, Um, subscriptions up.
0: Now, I'll tell you, I do read comments. And some of you know I do because I respond and then I make videos from your comments. And I often click on your YouTube account to see if I can learn more about you. I'm nosy that way. That's Pastors are nosy people. And a lot of you, I won't learn a lot. Some of you, I learned some interesting things. And so... Now you got to be careful with that and I totally get that and that's 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 the one comment I know here is that all this internet transparency is not for some of you and I totally understand that. You have reasons not to let the internet not to let public internet know the channels you're subscribed to because you have certain jobs or certain relationships or I totally get that and I totally understand that but you know, his idea His idea is basically help yourself be known a little bit so others can find you so you can make friends.
1: So that way we can build the largest possible network of available data streams, right? Because the more more streams of data that we have of like-minded channels to seed information from or push information to the better off we're all going to be so that's where we're at i'm chris this is waves of obsession
0: great video really a great video now i want to bring in matt's twitter thread the only guy who understands the pattern navigating community around paul vanderclay is grim grizz grim intuits that the medium is the message which means he can give means he can navigate the field particle quantum physics of online communities. Let me explain. Marshall McLuhan said that communication medium itself was a more profound effect on culture than the message it carries. For McLuhan, the media itself reworks our conceptions of what communication means to us and shapes the scale and form of our human associations so part of what makes asteroid city interesting is that wes anderson knows the medium is the message and he's playing with this throughout the movie sometimes you have um you you're just you're just pointing to all sorts of things in this movie that are connecting to different things and Of course, you know, Wes Anderson is a genius with this stuff. For McLuhan, the medium itself reworks our conceptions of what communication means to us and shapes the scale and form of our own human associations. That brings us to this corner of the internet, born out of a particular constellation of YouTubers around 2020, or 2018, 2017, and the fan communities that wanted to discuss the content online. Think of the community as a wave, a field of distributed cognition, a seamless enveloping of minds. Now think of the medium of an online community. In this case, it's YouTube, it's Discord, it's the chat, the comment section, the the Twitter. The message of these media is simple, posting stuff that people want to engage with so that we can keep showing up, making content. Think of content as particle. The quantum physics of online communities, the moment you try to observe community itself, the wave, you end up affecting it in a way that manifests content, the particle. You can tell that the community is there, but you can only see content. This may seem obvious, I know it is to Grizz, but is why it is. this is relevant to all, um, um, but why is this relevant at all to PVK and the overlapping online communities around him? Well, in the corner, community itself is the intended content. Distributed cognitive is, distributed cognition is the topic, the message. How does this work? Well, it works in a very interesting, perhaps unique way. The goal for this little corner community is to make anti-content to go live and just talk about life, often with strangers, to open Discord and talk about essentially anything. The point is to think about community together. The effect of this is to maximize our inferred sense of the field, what community is in itself. This comes with attention. We're making content to see through the content. Does this work? Sort of. PVK says he's making content, but I don't like thinking of myself as a content creator. I would rather think of myself as a community creator. Perhaps he's a professional community planter. I eh, kind of am. He can see the artificial nature of the YouTube comment sections while not diminishing the real people behind them. This corner, though, where people going to live and just think aloud with friends, the trouble is we talk about fields, but we are really only ever to, able to see particles. The posts, the tweets, the video of someone's face on YouTube. This corner can't change physics. These aren't thoughts. This is my particle, my content. That's where the friction sits. The result, a lot of incredibly thoughtful people are interwoven together through media while they strive to be connecting through community. This story would be a tragedy if it wasn't for one man, Crim <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Grim is unique. He's the only, this little cornerer, who is making content about content. He is acknowledging the inevitable particle. He is the YouTube quantum physicist. Because of this, Grim is able to highlight the phantom intimacy inherent to online communities right there. He's able to highlight the phantom intimacy. The medium is the message. The great thing about this is that it makes the unobserved wave physics of real community more obvious by highlighting what community isn't. Community isn't YouTube or Discord, try as I might. The better you see the medium, the clearer community becomes behind the medium. That's the thread. I had to kill some time waiting for my wife to finish work, so I thought I'd make content. The TLDR, accepting the phenomena of content enables us to reach through the medium and better engage the real people behind it. the content is inevitable. Excellent excellent. Last thing in this thread Julian left a comment which is interesting because of course Julian is a very special member member of this community because, First of all, Julian started, he was like 17 when he was a very early rando, and I remember having a conversation with him. It was just so much fun. Julian is a member of an intentional community, a Hutterite community. Now that is super interesting, and that impacts him, and that impacts his view of everything. This corner is more like a group of channels with no common essence, but a family resemblance to Paul's original channels. See, I don't think that's true. I think something else is going on. You can't really point to one thing that unites them, but that's sort of like the fact that when you do a collage, you can point to one thing that unites them, but the thing you point to probably doesn't, exhaust the collage it's the same thing with asteroid city you can there are a lot of videos out there trying to explain asteroid city but it doesn't exhaust it you can watch this movie and you can talk about it and you can analyze it and you do this and you do that but there are a thousand people analyzing for the very limited number of people who can make and so I think you know, I think part of Chris's video and why it's so important, he's inviting people to make. And part of what Grim Grizz did was he made something new and unusual. There's not another channel I know that's like Grim Grizz's channel. My channel isn't as creative as Grimm's is now. Grimm's that Grimm's channel is small, and and part of that is sort of like at the end of the at the end of 2023 movie reviews. Um, yeah, you know, this is you know all the actors lined up to be in this one. You can really tell that because Wes Anderson, they're all into the craft. But everybody else is talking about Barbie and Oppenheimer. Why? Well, there's there's some of that going on here. Julian goes on, some, I count myself and Luke here, have wanted to say that what that what constitutes this little corner is a certain way of exploring, engaging, having conversations that ensues political um, polarization. That's been increasingly untenable because lots of people and um, and channels in this corner are very into culture wars. So you've got some people that are sort of anti-culture war, culture warriors, and that's a layer. The Vervecki group has wanted to say this little corner is about addressing the meaning crisis, and that has central themes around it. This, too, is a big piece of this little corner, but many have more practical or doctrinal confessional interests and commitments. I think some have wanted this corner to be a conservative traditional revival, and you can tell the tension between See, Julian isn't this is where this left, right, conservative, liberal. This stuff breaks down. It just doesn't go that far. It's an inch deep and a mile wide. Because is a Hutterite conservative? Well, he's certainly living far more conservatively than all almost all of those people out there complain. Con, you know, wanting to be conservative. But Julian's got some ideas that are by no that would really upset some of the traditional conservatives. So, but yet. Yeah, you know, Julian is living a very, very conservative lifestyle that most of us would not care for. This is this is how this goes. This can either be connected to owning the libs or promoting traditionalist ways of, of life. The corner does definitely have a traditionalist conservative bias, but this doesn't this definitely doesn't characterize many most of the OG Randos and many of the moderates in this space. That's true. And that that frustrates some people because they discover, you know, it's sort of that dynamic that that Chris Williamson pointed out about, you know, the, the conservatives. You know, they have to be out on this limb. It's probably best to see TLC as emerging from PVK's channel and reflecting the very broad interest and intuition to draw as many people in as possible. Notice, for example, that it's ultimately Paul who defines the contours of this little corner. There are a lot of channels that are around Paul, but it doesn't draw all of them to our collective attention. I don't have enough time, but but that's true. And so there, I I have to you know so so Mark and Jacob, I understand your point, but you have to see what I said earlier in this video about the lists, and I resist that, and I've resisted it for a long time, and so I want it as open as possible. Why, for example, is Grim Grizz in the conversation and not Digital Gnosis. See, he's still in. He's not he hasn't gone that far away. Go through his video streams and he still makes videos about me every now and then. I might not talk about him, basically because I don't necessarily have a lot to say about him. But I, you know, it's that you know, I still again it's that, you know, it's when trips trip just looks at me sometime and just, you know, you're a missionary. I always have been. I Always have been. I'm the son of a missionary, the grandson of a missionary, pastor. Yeah, that's kind of who I am. So I don't, I don't let go of people easily. TLC is probably just a reflection of Paul's mind. <laughs> Solipsism is true, and I'm the only one who's real. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. Otherwise. Chris wouldn't have made his video. All the different personalities and channels are just the consciousness Congress in Paul's mind. No, it's bigger than that. It's more than that. But I thought Julian's comment was excellent. So,
1: where's the edge? Of
0: the- where's the edge of the corner? Maybe that'll be the title of the video. Naming is framing. Leave a comment.